Satria Dewa Gatot Kacha is a brand new superhero movie out of Indonesia that is now showing in Malaysian cinemas. This is the second superhero franchise. The first one kicked off with Gundala about three years ago now, pre-pandemic. Mm. And this one kicks off the Dewa semester, the Satria Dewa semester, which is based on the Mahabharata. So this is a superhero... Yes story that is based on characters from the Mahabharata. They've kind of adapted the stories. They've proposed eight movies between now and 2029. The first being Gata right. then Arjuna, Srikandi, Kurusetra, Yudhishthira, Bhima, Bharat Yudha, and Bharat Yudha 2, which is kind of like Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. Right. Like Bharat Yudha is actually the Indonesian name for the Kurukshetra war from the Mahabharata, which is where the Pandavas Ah. and the Kauravas kind of fight. And so they've adapted that story and kind of built a superhero mythology around it where the Pandavas are good, Kauravas are bad, there are demons and magical amulets that imbue people with the right genes with superpowers. It's a very interesting thing that they're doing yes. with the series. And Bahir and I watched the first movie and it's it's good. Like, I have some nitpicks, but on the whole, I have to say, I'm really enjoying this idea that they're putting forward. The film is a very accomplished film. There are problems, to be fair, but I will say, I think the first thing I, I, I said to you at the end of the film was that I'm very interested in this universe. The things that they've set up in this first one, and I think that's partly the problem with the first one, is that there's a lot to set up. So there's a lot of just background information, a lot of basic stuff they need to sort of set up for the subsequent films, I suspect. But there's a lot here that is very good filmmaking. Just to get the nitpicks out of the way... I think the movie could have been about 15 minutes shorter. It just felt a little draggy at bits. I think the writing could have been tighter and I think the action could have been sharper. So a lot of it's Mm. set at night. There are still too many camera cuts. Some of the action is shot up really close. And I think that kind of pulls you out of the film because you're struggling to see what's going on in some scenes. But... On the whole, like you said, very competent filmmaking and an interesting effort in trying to set up this universe. Like as I was watching it, the frustrating thing for me was like I grew up reading the Mahabharata and then I thought to myself, damn it, why didn't I think of this? This is a very clever (laughs) basis for a superhero story because the hero's journey is in those Hindu epics, right? It kind of, it's very easy to translate that and put a superhero template onto it. And here what they've done is they've got Rizki Naza, who's playing Yuda or Gatot Kacha. And it's a very typical Marvel-esque hero's journey. You know, he's a down-on-his-luck guy. He's looking after his mom, who's a little crazy. He's got a secret past. His father's missing. There is an amulet with magical powers that has been bestowed upon his family. And then he kind of encounters a strange being that's killing people and sucking their souls. All of this kind of plays out 
in a way that is somewhat predictable. But at the same time, because it's using the Mahabharata as a base, I think it's a lot more fascinating than watching just another Western superhero movie. I don't know enough about the Mahabharata. I know it's a, a revered piece of legend and I wish I knew more about it, but I don't. But going into it based on that is fine because this movie does set up the opposing sides of the story. This movie does go in and set up the main villain of this piece, at least, you know, moving forward. I agree with you. I think the story could be a lot tighter. I think they could have done a lot more editing. I think 15 minutes is probably the least they could get rid of. It just feels like the movie needed to move a lot quicker. I, I checked my watch a couple of times throughout the film and I just felt like the movie does follow the very typical three-act structure, but in each act, it's stretched out a little too long. It just felt a little draggy. But the performances are great. I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen the Gatot Kacha costume. That looks great. It's a little disappointing that we only see it in the sunlight at the end of the film. But other than that, the movie is... If you're coming into this expecting an MCU or a DCEU thing, then you will be very disappointed. But if you come into this with an open mind and accepting that the story is based out of Indonesia, that the production is out of Indonesia, I think you will see that there's a lot here to want to follow too. But also, I think it's safe to say that in Southeast Asia, Indonesia probably is the only country with the film industry that can pull something like this off. Yeah, probably. At this scale. I think maybe Thailand, if they were interested in making superhero movies, but they don't seem to be. At least they've not made any recently. Like, God knows we couldn't pull it off in Malaysia. Oh, no, God, no. And one of the things that I guess, which is constantly and consistently frustrating for us as Malaysians watching films like this, is just how accomplished a work it is. Mm. Not just in the visual effects and the way that it's shot, but also in the storytelling and the way they are willing to adapt their own mythologies. And so they're not afraid to use mythologies like the Mahabharata because it is very much a part of their past. Yes. It is very much a part of Malaysia's past as well. But given that it's not Islamic, we tend to kind of run away from it and hide mm. from it. Yeah. And I think Indonesia is very smart to mine their culture in this way because it actually enriches their storytelling experience and their yeah. cinematic experience. And it's something that we have constantly been struggling to do. Like when mm. you meet filmmakers in Malaysia or producers in Malaysia, the first question is always, hey, what do we have to adapt, right? What books are mm. out there that we can adapt that are local, that are good? And we're afraid to touch so many of it because of the political implications. And when I was watching yeah. this, I was like, oh, wow, this is very interesting because they've actually taken a story from their history, a story from their past. It may not necessarily apply to the majority of Indonesians today, but at the same mm. time, they've added very unique elements like throwing in this genetic element between the Kauravas yeah. and the Pandavas and making yeah. it a bit of a science fiction thing. They've kind of blended science fiction and magic and mythology. Yeah. And the thing that they've produced is very interesting. It's this mishmash that actually kind of works. It's a bit like what Disney did with Raya, right? They mishmash mythologies from all over Southeast Asia to create this very compelling story about dragons. The 
mishmashing of the content aside, it's the ability to put those things together. This the ability to look at what is in front of them in terms of the legends that they accept as a culture and working out a story, translating that for an audience in 2022, right? Like everything you said feels very, you know, mutant X-Men-y, but also the idea that it's not just a genetic thing. There's a link to a higher power. There's a link to a to a deeper understanding of the world, etc., 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 right? And I like that. I think there is a lot here to do. And I'm I'm curious that there's an announcement for eight films. I'm hoping they get to do them because there should be enough here to keep an audience going. And the only problem is for me, people have to give it a chance. Oh, for sure. And to be fair, I think people gave Gundala a chance in 2019. I think it did pretty well at the box office. The second movie from the Bumilangit universe, which is the Gundala universe, is coming out this year. It's Sri Ase which was written by Upi and Joko Anwar, but directed by Upi. And I think that could be pretty cool as well. I guess right. the I guess the pandemic kind of delayed that release. But it's cool that Indonesia is making these movies and that it's superheroes that are rooted very much in the way our culture would see superheroes as opposed yeah. to having it rooted in the Western conception of superheroes. So, mm. you know, superheroes in America in Britain, in most of the West tend to be individualistic characters that I guess are serving society, but in their own individualistic way, which seems to run in contrary or in contrast to how, to what Asians believe, right? Because we're very communal in that sense. So it's interesting that our conception of superheroes will be rooted in mythology, a little bit of religion. It's this idea of gods and demons because those were the superheroes we grew up reading about. Like even if you read the Hindu comic books, it's always like, oh, Krishna and Shiva were like gods, but their adventures were like superhero stories. And so it makes a lot of sense that they adapt that and then kind of add this human element to it. To be fair, it's, it's what we've always seen coming out of the, the Hong Kong and Chinese system, right? The Monkey King and all that stuff. Which is, I mean, I grew up watching that stuff, right? So it's this Absolutely. idea that these guys are, I don't know about gods, but like minor gods. Gods or sub-gods, minor deities, sub- right? Yeah. Minor deities, yeah. So they go on these adventures, very human-like adventures, but you know, can can walk on leaves and punch things can and all fly. that. Can fly, yeah. And fly and stuff, right? But it works because it's it's myth and legend and and that's kind of the things that we want to see more of. And I think it's the kind of thing that the rest of the world want to see more of. I think everybody's gotten a little tired of the, let's be honest, American, the historyless Americans writing stories about billionaires and superheroes and stuff like that, right? Which is why I think one of the cool things that they could do in future installments is to move away from the Joseph Campbell Hero with a Thousand Faces kind of stuff. Because that's what American superhero stories are kind of rooted in. And to be fair, Dr. Kacha kind of follows that template. You know, oh, unsure of his power, gets this thing, goes on this journey, fully embraces who he is, etc., etc. Because even in the Mahabharata, for example, or in, in Indian epics, whether it's the Ramayana, Mahabharata, yes, there are some similarities to the hero's journey, but also because Mm. they're gods, it runs slightly differently. Right, right, right. They don't have to do the whole thing of Peter Parker losing his uncle and trying to learn to accept his powers, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think it'll be cool to break away from that, but I understand 
that it's an easy template for audiences to get into. But I like the humanization of the characters in Gatot Kacha. I like that these people are essentially people, right? They could be you, me, and my neighbor down the down the floors. And it's this idea that there is a genetic disposition to being good or being I don't even say being evil because the the movie makes it very clear that just because they're on the other side, they are not necessarily bad. They're more inclined to certain things, but they're not evil. But they can use those abilities for good as well. Yeah, but because it's, it's idea that they're not evil, they tend to want different things, right? Like for example, it stuck with me ever since I heard it in that movie how the hero's mentor is listing out all the the negative features of the world and how, you know, corruption, he said greed, he said illegal logging. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Illegal logging? Uh, I love wow. it. I mean, I mean, I love Because, that. you know, love- they log, they burn that shit, then they cause haze. Bad stuff, man. No, but it's also just this idea that the universe is one and the same, right? Working for money is fine, but illegal logging is bad because you're not taking account of the universe. It sort of brings to mind this documentary I saw last year, maybe or the year before, that was released on Indonesia's Independence Day called Islands of Faith. And it's this idea of how religion and faith and a belief in the higher power is and should be considered with environmentalism. It's the idea of being an activist isn't contrary to religion. It is a big part of the religion. And I think... Gatot Kacha sort of being able to pull the universality of character, of of wants and demands and needs with just even that small mention of environmentalism sort of really hit home for me. I think the movie is very smart in putting forward those ideas as well. Yes, there's a casual mention of it, but it's not preachy about it. But you get the idea. At the end of the day, it doesn't forget the fact that it's an action superhero movie and does lean into that the most. That is the most enjoyable bit of the film. I mean, all the actors are very good. All the performances are very good. And they're very, very fun to watch. Everyone seems to be having a very good time hamming it up for these parts, which I think works really, really well. If you are familiar at all with the Mahabharata, then all the names will be very familiar to you. It's Hastinapura in the Mahabharata. Here, it's a town called Astinaputra, right? Right. Or Astinapura as well. And so they've dropped the H. The Kauravas and the Pandavas are all exactly the same. If you've read the Mahabharata, like there are so many stories and adventures in the book that... You could adapt it into dozens of films and TV shows. Like, there's so much material to mine. Like, without even getting into the whole war story, each character is interesting. So, like, even this famous Rajnikant movie called Talapati was about Karna and Arjuna, also lifted directly from the Mahabharata, but told in a modern Indian context about the mafia and the police and warring clans and all of that stuff. So, right, right. it's a story that's rich for adaptation, lah. And so I'm glad that someone's done it and kind of put a superhero spin on it, which makes it something different and kind of cool. And yeah, it also it also makes this movie very saleable to the whole Indian subcontinent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm rubbing up against the religion aspect of it because I know that will scare off my brethren, you know, and I, I which I think is stupid <laughs> as shit, but. But to be fair, it's very smart how they avoid any element of. Religion, religious, because yes, 
because even when you read the Bhagavad Gita or the Ramayana or the Mahabharata, there's a very minute religious aspect to it. I mean, Hindus yeah. may worship Rama as a god, but at the same time, right. when you read the stories, they are like the Iliad and the Odyssey. They are just epic stories about war and yeah, brother yeah. against brother and all of that stuff. They're very soap opera-ish, more than religious texts. And that's kind of where I want to go with it because I think Gatot Kacha is definitely a film that we should support this kind of thing because this is a, it's a real big punt into the superhero genre coming from, coming from our side of the world. And it's, you know, pretty good. I had a decent time out in the cinema with this one. I totally did. I'm really, really excited to see what they're going to do next. I mean, Sri Ase is coming out next month, I think. So I'll be curious to see mm. where the Gundala Bumi Langit universe is going as well. But they've yep. got all of this stuff in the works and it's kind of cool. It's counter-programming, I guess, in a sense to all of the stuff we get from the West. And... And for the most part, it seems to be very well written and very well produced. So, yeah, I'm totally here for it. Feels fresh. We had, Malaysia had tried to attempt a superhero thing a couple of years ago, just before the pandemic. And I think compare that to this, this is a lot better at it. It does the job a lot better. And I think that's what, I mean, that's what we want, right? We want good stories. We don't want just a guy in a suit. We think you should go check out Satyadeva Gatokacha. It is now showing in Malaysian cinemas. Let us know what you think once you've seen it. You know how to reach out to all of us. GogglerMY are our social media feeds. You can also email us on podcast at goggler.my or send us a WhatsApp on the Goggler hotline 012-524-5208. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Goggler Podcast.